Welcome to our Call to Care, the podcast. Your business has a soul, has real people and genuine people who, who care. We're not meant to be isolated. You know, that's not how we live, not how we've ever lived. We're unique. And we're unique in the way that we care for human connection. I couldn't quite believe what was going on. I really couldn't. As we tentatively make our way out of lockdown, perhaps one benefit of these strange and difficult days is that we've had our eyes and ears well and truly opened. Things we took for granted, from the pub to the playground, from the packed commuter train to popcorn at the cinema, so much of our everyday life has changed. And when things change, we often see things differently as a result. What feels to some of us like the security of being safely at home might feel like a prison sentence to others. What we might think of as the freedom to get out of the house as and when we want to might be construed by our next-door neighbour as a reason not to leave home. Different people are affected in different ways by different things, and here we all are, trying to make sense of it, trying to work out how to live, how to work, how to eat, how to shop, how to care for each other and our families. Uh, are you good till like 10 to 3 or In something? In this episode, yeah, that's fine. we're the talking to Becca, boys with my mum, who's got her own perspective so that's fine. and her own story of getting through the last few months. Right, there we go. We'll hear about the challenges of having kids at home, of running a tight budget, and how sometimes it's the smallest things that can make a difference. So who are you? What do you do? <laughs> where, where do you live? <laughs> All right, okay, I live in Abergavenny. Which is South Wales. Abergavenny. Abergavenny. Um, I'm Becca. I'm single mum with two boys, eight and six. And I work for the NHS in a GP surgery. Fantastic. And um, do you mind me asking, how long have you been a single mum? Since March last year. End of March last year. Okay. How's that going? As as a single dad, I can relate to the new struggles. <laughs> How, um, how's that going? Well, last year was awful, and I was quite looking forward to this year. <laughs> and then, yeah, for example, I spent I spent my birthday in, in bed crying last year. It was it's the beginning of April, and I had all these plans that of what I was going to do this year that was going to be so much different. And in fact, it was pretty similar because it was literally a week or so after lockdown. <laughs> So next year, my birthday is going to be immense. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure. We'll make. I'll make sure the Tesco Mobile do something special for your birthday. Well, next that would year. be very kind. Thank you. <laughs> so a big, big change in the in the way that you're you're set up at home, and and in terms of your work. So you work for the NHS, you say? Yeah. Um. I mean, a GP surgery is contracted to the NHS, but yeah, technically it it it's the NHS. I've been. Going to work all the way through this. All the way through, all the way through COVID, you've been going to work. All the way through COVID, yeah. I mean, I, I I did have to drop a day. I normally do three days a week, and I dropped it to two for childcare issues. But um, yeah, I've worked the whole uh, the whole thing. It it meant that I had to drop money because of not working that one day. So you lost the money for the day that you that you lost work on. Yeah. 
the next thing I was going to ask was how how has COVID affected you? So first things first, you you lost what a third then a of third, your yeah. wage each week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, how else has it changed things for you? Um, what are the big things that have been different? I mean, obviously, school or lack of it. We've we've done all right at home, me and my boys. You know, we're quite lucky. We live. Um, Abergavenny has mountains and rivers and lots of open space. So we've been able to go out and do our daily exercise, you know, in beautiful surroundings. I I would not have liked to have been in a city or in a flat or anything like that. The uh, God, how people have coped like that, I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just meant that we've spent a lot more time together and they've spent more time together, which perhaps they normally wouldn't have done. So that has caused, you know, they've argued a lot. They're quite different. Well, I mean, it's their job to argue and fight with each <laughs> other, isn't it, when you're brothers? Yes. That's a handful, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard work. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the daily exercise has been the highlight of every day, just being able to let them go and run. I've got to say, it sounds amazing. I mean, it's funny, isn't it? If somebody said, hey, listen, we've got this great idea, you're going to go for a walk in the hills with your kids every single day. I mean, it sounds like what a kind of alternative education programme. Yeah. Like, of course, there have been a hundred really difficult things about it. But I've got to say, just that image of you and your sons walking in the hills <laughs> sounds amazing. Well, thank you. <laughs> it is. I mean, a lot of the the mountains around here, and we are, Abergavenny is the town of mountains. We're surrounded by them. It's, you know, the entrance to, to the Black Mountains. But a lot, a lot of the mountain car parks were closed, so you had to walk where you could. Really, you were, you know, we had better access to the river, um, which we spent a lot of time down at the river. Yeah, a lot of time. But I struggle. I still struggle now to get my head around it. You know, all that's happened when the school shut. I think was it the twenty twentieth, twenty third of March, whenever it was. I. I, I couldn't quite believe what was going on. I really couldn't. It's just something that's always there, isn't it? School is just always there. Yeah. And suddenly it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. We're a really close family. We used to, every Sunday we'd be at mum's, the whole family for Sunday dinner. And I think I, I then cooked Sunday dinner for 14 weeks on the trot for me and the kids before, um, yeah, we were allowed, mum and dad came and sat in the garden and, I, and had Sunday dinner with us. So that was, you know, that was lovely. We've all been really good. We stuck to the rules. It was, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago that we, we allowed ourselves a hug. What was that like? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. And it, it was kind of strange at the same time because you, you've got, which is which is really strange because you got so used to not having the physical contact. I mean, I was lucky I had my boys. I could hug them whenever I want. But um, yeah, to have a hug with my mum was really strange. Lovely, but strange. I, I, I can't wait to shake someone's hand again. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely. Wait. It's It's so bizarre. People are... 
it's almost the go to do it. And then it's like, whoa, like fist bump or something like that instead or elbow bump. <laughs> and and what about with the kids? Have you, have you, having spent so much time with them, has there been any upside for you at all? Has it been, have you learned more about your boys in this time than you would have done if they'd been at school? Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, my eldest certainly is really emotion is really emotionally charged at the best of mm. times and we've ha- we've had our moments definitely um mm. there was one one evening that springs to mind he he trashed my front room you know he pulled all the cushions off the settee and was throwing cushions around and I was trying to get the little one to bed and he was going nuts downstairs and I rang my mum cuz you know that's what you do and um, I came downstairs from getting the little one settled and she was in my house. And she, obviously she wasn't supposed to be in my house, but she said on this occasion that is an emergency and she came, you know, her and my dad sat down and spoke to Alex and calmed him down. And I think so, I think we were just too close to each other. To he He wouldn't listen to me and I was flying off the handle and he was getting more upset and I was getting more upset as well. Um, and, you know, mum and dad came and sorted it out. So it's certainly, it's made their person, you know, like the high and the highs and the lows of their personality become more pronounced, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it, the highs and the lows, yeah. It's almost like the behaviour is amplified, isn't it? Yeah. Because of the, the kind of intensity of the situation. What about you? Have you... Um... Have you learned any anything about yourself with the kind of, as you say, it's been, you know, those of us who are lucky enough to be parents and be able to give our kids a hug uh, as, you know, lots of people haven't had that physical contact, have they? At the same time, lots of people haven't had to deal with kids going bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what about you? Because apart from the kids and apart from the odd shopping trip and stuff, have you learned anything about yourself? It can be quite a lonely time, can't it? Yeah, um, it can. I mean, I would, I've, I'm, I would have always classed myself as a strong person, and I think this has reiterated that to me that yes, I am a strong person, and I'm wow. quite resilient, um, and I can actually. I can be quite imaginative when it comes to trying to keep them entertained, whereas perhaps I wouldn't have needed to do that before. We, yeah. we before all this started, and I kind of knew that it was coming, we started saving, like, random cardboard boxes and, and you know, crafty stuff, anything like that. But I'd yeah. seen, you know, on a Facebook or something like that, there was... Um, someone had made McDonald's boxes. So we spent one morning painting um, identical cardboard boxes, red and yellow with the big golden arches on the front. (laughs) And then that lunchtime, I cooked nuggets and chips and we sat outside in the garden and had McDonald's. (laughs) Great. And that that is not the sort of thing I would have ever normally have done, you know. So it's brought brought out the creative side. Yeah, definitely. I'm not arty at all. And financially, how's it been? So you lost uh, a day's wages. Yeah. Just it, because who would look after the kids when you were working? Okay, okay. so da- so dad was furloughed. 
which meant that his money was cut by, well, quite dramatically, I think. He he's a salesman. He a lot of his money is based on commission. So he was having 80 percent of his basic salary. So it meant that the money he cut the money that he was giving me as well. So it, Ouch. you know, in that respect, you know, it's not his fault. It's just the way it was. So we were yeah. we were impacted quite a lot. I think I was amazed how much kids eat. And yeah. we've been getting through a bottle of tomato sauce a week. But I also, instead of popping to the supermarket every day or every other day for bits and bobs, it meant that I was literally going once a week. I would go on my way home from work on a Friday and wouldn't go back to the shop again till the following Friday. So in that respect, they had to kind of get used to the fact, well, at the beginning of the week, there's loads of stuff here. And at the end of the week, you just got to wait. It, it, it has altered the way that I shop, definitely, because I've been, I've been carrying on with that, actually. That's isn't that interesting? So it's kind of it's it's taught you that actually you can be a bit more economic by doing it in one go. Yeah. But what else? What other ways have you found to to kind of make the 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 pennies teach the pounds? If you see what I mean. Well, have you found other ways of 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 saving money when it comes to food and stuff? We haven't. I mean, I haven't saved a penny. To be perfectly honest, we've. That they. It's amazed me how much they eat. It really has. And they haven't had, you know, they have a school stomach and a home stomach, don't they? <laughs> but <laughs> they, um, yeah, they're going to have to get used to the school stomach again in September, hopefully. Yeah, it's quite, it's constant. Yeah, and and has it changed the way when you're when you are shopping? So yeah, what one bottle of tomato sauce a week—that's a good discipline, isn't it? Um, and realizing what food tastes without tomato ketchup on it, <laughs> it might be an education as well. <laughs> yeah. But has it changed when you when you're in the shop? Has it changed the way you think about what you buy and how much of what you buy? Um, I don't think so. Possibly, you know, I was never one of these. Oh, buy buy five get one free sort of shopper. Um, I think I, I'm. I cook, I like to cook, so we don't eat a lot of what I would call beige freezer stuff. Everything is sort of, I cook a lot of stuff from scratch. And all right, you know, we might have nuggets or something like that once a week, but a lot of it. So actually, no, it's not changed the way that I would shop because I would always have shopped quite unfrivolously anyway. You know, I would, we would always have fresh, use fresh veg and Perhaps I would have bought, I'd buy, I'd buy a bag of frozen broccoli or something like that because it does last longer rather, you know, head of broccoli goes off or, a you know. But no, not really. It's not It's not affected the way I shop that much, I don't think. M bought more wine, maybe. Bit more wine, yeah. Yeah, a bit more wine. So in a way, the, the fact that you've got to be really careful with money anyway, of course, Um in a way, it was quite a good preparation, wasn't it? That you you haven't really you haven't really changed how much money you spend on food. You were being careful anyway, is what yeah. I'm hearing you say. Eating fresh, though, that's a great way of saving money, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, if you if you if you can make the time to to start with fresh ingredients, mm. of course, you know, you're giving your kids healthier food and and yourself, of course. Yeah, um, but we've had the time. Uh, it's been easy. It's not like I've been rushing home from work and having to like dole food out quickly it's our, our eat the times we've eaten have changed i think because they're staying in bed they're getting they're going to bed later which means they're staying in bed longer in the morning 
which means breakfast is later, lunch is later, and dinner is later. So yeah. it's it that has certainly changed. It's not quite so regimented as it was during school. Yeah. And of course they're eating more in general anyway. How do you feel about the coming months? Are you are you optimistic uh, that things will get better? Are you a bit more cautious, a bit more anxious? I, f- I do feel fairly optimistic. I think go the kids being back in school will help the whole country because it will mean that people can go back to work properly. Um, I mean, thank God for things like this, you know, Zoom and FaceTime and whatever. I um, I play pool for for a, a team in, in Abergavenny. So our pool league was stopped mid-season, but our team is really close. And we've had, you know, we speak weekly, we did quizzes, or that we haven't done one of those for a while, but we've all kind of like rallied around each other and and supported each other. You know, I think it's really shown our friendship a lot, you know, not just the pool team, my, you know, my friends in particular, we've all, I think, tried to support each other in whatever way we can, be it with phone calls, video calls, drive-bys if necessary, you know. But, um, yeah, mental health is, is a big thing because we're not meant... We're not meant to be isolated, you know, that's not how we live, not how we've ever lived, really. One of the things that um, Tesco Mobile are talking about a lot internally, uh, but also are really in, you know, and that's what's behind all these podcasts, is looking for examples of caring for people. You know, what does it actually mean to care for people in a human-to-human way? Um, Have you seen any examples in the last weeks and months where you've you've gone, okay, that's care, that's someone stepping out and caring for somebody? Do you know, it's it's funny. Um, um, You know, we... I, it's a caring profession that I work in. Or I mean, I'm at administration, but, you know, you don't... I've been there a long time and I love my job. Mm. But funnily enough, we it was it was something that somebody did to me, actually, or for me. Um, and there's a guy that plays on our pool team. He's really quiet, you know, um, and he turned up here one day. He wasn't expecting me to be here. But he he posted a package through my letterbox and um, just drove off really quickly. I was like, you know, this is strange. What's going on? And he'd he put in the package was um, a Lego figure keyring of Wonder Woman with a little note saying, um, Beck, don't let the COVID get you down. Um, and that, you know, it was it was just. It made me cry, it made me cry, actually. It was, you know, totally off the cuff. He didn't have to do it, wasn't expecting it. It was just, it was just lovely, really lovely. It's surprising sometimes, isn't it? When it comes to caring for human connection, how much the little things can help. Thanks ever so much for your time, Becca. Really, really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. No problem. What does the rest of your day hold today? Um, I'm going to go and rescue my rescue my mother from my boys. 
She's got my little nephew. My, ne- my nephew is three tomorrow, so she's got him there today as well. So okay. I'm going to go and rescue them, and they are off to their dads tonight, and I am going for tapas with the girls. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. I will. Thank you. I've got some bad news about your kids, Becca. Uh, they they eat more as they get bigger. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so get get ready for that one. Yeah, I will. Perhaps I'll have to start cooking and filling my freezer. <laughs> Thanks for listening.